it's been another crazy week in quarantine but you know what i've noticed a lot of the single people are not being serviced so if you are a single person if you are a person that is looking for love during the quarantine if you're sitting at home lonely this episode is for you also if you are a person that's in a relationship you are all in love you're married just know that over there in wuhan china the divorce rate has gone up 17 percent. so you don't know what's gonna happen to you when this pandemic is over today's episode we are having fun talking about love online and what to do if you are looking for your boo on the internet I ain't gonna lie this episode is gonna be so good even if you are not a single you know a single you yourself might have been single before you know but but before we get into that there are two women who I feel like maybe like today or tomorrow they're gonna be single as two girls that I know of that are literally going to get dumped we're gonna see them be replaced and they're gonna need to listen to these these tips so last week we had the NFL draft and it was really different this year because we're quarantined we're sheltering in place so they couldn't be over in new york city at um i believe it's at the rockefeller center where they do the big draft you know the guys get to come with their families they sit at the table they wear the hats a commissioner tells them what team they're going to be with we wait on a coach to call the guys that are still sitting at home well this year we had to watch the draft uh sitting watch the draft and these people were at their homes just like we are were and some of the most cringeworthy awkward stuff happened so let <laughs> So there's a guy. Hey, I'm not a f- avid football fan. And oh, and by the way, if you want to watch this episode um and see how clear my skin has gotten so, so I haven't been wearing makeup, then I'm going to include the link in my bio and the link's going to be in the description of this podcast. So watch along with me. And by the way, there's some really cool visuals as well that I'm sharing on this episode. So if you want to watch I'd encourage you to because, like I said, I got videos. I got special effects over here. And I look really cute with my uh, top bun, my top knot, top knot. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. There was a really awkward moment caught on live TV when the Tennessee Titans officially made Georgia offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson. He was a 29th overall pick in the draft. So when Wilson, who was really emotional, got the news that he was a Titans pick, it was shown on camera. The shot of him was somewhat blocked by his girlfriend. She set her, you know what, right smack on his lap and was blocking the view of the camera. Now, mom, Wilson's mom, Isaiah's mom, mama, as I so lovingly am going to call her from now on, she wasn't having it. She was not having it at all. So she tapped the girl on her shoulder one time. The girl didn't move. Then she kind of shrugged her. Then you know what? She just kind of picked her ass up and moved her to clear the shot. <laughs> and so what in true it what ensued looked like a struggle, but y'all for us it was internet and television goal. I kind of think and oh and poor Isaiah, if you all could have seen the look on his face, and if you're watching this right now, you're you're seeing the video. But Isaiah looked defeated, he looked humiliated, and he looked like he knows his mama is crazy. And why did that girl sit her butt on his lap? Anyway, I don't think unless she's smart and she's gonna get knocked up in a day or so, because you know he did just get a multi-million dollar contract. I don't think that she's going to be around. And if she does manage to finagle her way to stay in Isaiah's life, then it sounds like I really feel like it's going to come down between Isaiah, Isaiah having to pick between mom and his wife, 
because you ain't just gonna snatch me up on national television on a big stage and there's not gonna be hell to pay so yeah poor isaiah and the next party lady that i think is gonna need to listen to this podcast is the girlfriend of c d lamb he is the dallas cowboys draft pick dallas cowboys is my stepson's favorite team by the way so cd lambs and if you're watching this i really suggest you do because check this out in the video so cd lamb is sitting there his family looks like mom is right there girlfriend other people and the new dallas cowboys receiver was sitting next to her crimson rose is her name when she grabbed his phone as he was talking to the cowboys on another phone so without missing a beat lamb snatched that phone right back and did you all see how his mother looked his mother again that's one of these these southern black mamas oh my god no shade against southern white mamas or southern latino mamas or southern asian mamas but there's something about that eyeball stare that you just don't want penciled in on you because it like burns a hole in the side of your face and i know I know because I grew up one for with grew up with one for a very long time and I still have the burn marks like in the side of my head when she would look at me with the death stare. So CeeDee Lamb's mom was not having it with that little girl. But the brand new multi-million dollar Dallas Cowboy, by the way, who was born in 1999, which was also the year that I graduated high school. God, these kids are so young. He and his girlfriend crimson rose have both gone to twitter to clear up the incident and she said his agent was facetiming him while he was on the phone with the cowboys i was doing what the girlfriends do answer the phone for him jeesh okay girl all right hey listen needless to say there were so many athletes that shared the moment they even advised him to drop her before it gets too far so i would like to see this relationship flourish i mean it looks like they're college sweethearts she's held him down while he was a grid in the gridiron when he was a kid and now he's going to the big leagues i don't know will she become a football wife or will she end up back on instagram with the rest of us we'll see we'll see who knows we'll see not judging but girl call me if you need a dating coach call me i can get you another nfl player real quick girl quick so let's kind of cut into the chase we are talking about how to find love on the internet this is such an opportune time especially if you're single well only if you're a single because i ain't talking to anybody else just the singles to find a partner to find a long-term companion or whatever it is you're looking for on the internet number one because most of us are required to be home so this eliminates quick hookups unless you like living on the edge and you're going to break your social distancing just to meet a healthy or unhealthy stranger that you've met on bumble or tinder or on one of these other um dating websites that i'm not going to name because they ain't sponsoring this so <laughs> the the point being is this moment that we're in right now we are when we are isolated from one another really only gives us the opportunity to get to know prospective partners you get to know their habits do they communicate the same way that you do do they not text you back on time are you a phone person and maybe they're not a phone person and you know they're probably not at work right now or are they secretly married and were they going to just lie about it in the first place but now they're home with their wife and kids or husband and kids all day and they can't go and sneak around and while they tell their family at work you know you just you don't know so right now is a great time because all you can really do is communicate and we don't spend enough time when we meet new people we do not spend enough time communicating 
on the internet, especially. And I, I, I know that there's a lot of people that think, oh my God. My internet dating is dirty. It's scummy. I don't like to do it. All the people on there are liars and cheaters and they don't look like their picture. Well, girl, what boy, look, whatever. The thing about that is if you meet a person at a bar or at the grocery store or out on a jog or at the gym or something like that, you still have to go through the process of getting to know this person. You still kind of got to understand what their habits are, see what they like, see what they don't like, see that they communicate like you. I feel like the internet is a great resource just to introduce you to people. It's on you what you do with the information that you find out about these people. Where a lot of us go wrong is because it's the internet, we maybe are not as honest as we would be if we knew the person long term let's just say we went to school with them or they were a co-worker online you can really make up any sort of persona that you want to as a matter of fact when I met Tony online I totally use a track picture um a picture of me when I was a d1 athlete <laughs> I totally used like an old track photo shoot picture that I that was like 10 years old and 20 pounds ago so I'm not saying I catfished them but I'm not saying that I mean, it was me in the photo. Maybe I didn't look like that when I showed up for our first date, but whatever. I mean, he had some skeletons too. We'll talk about that on another episode. So meeting a person online, number one, there was a few things that I did because I was brand new to internet dating and just, um, this was a while ago that I met him, but I've learned through talking to people through asking social media that the landscape has not changed that much at all. Men and women still be on the internet lying their faces off and posting fake pictures and all this other jazz. So the one thing that I did on my dating profile that Tony really told me he liked and a lot of people that were responding to me told me that they liked was I wrote massive paragraphs. I wrote like five paragraphs and I was talking about myself. So yes, I did have, um, I was, you know, I had my acting headshot. So you can see a very clear view of my face. You saw that I had good teeth. I had a swimsuit photo up there. Maybe it was 15 years old, but whatever, boo, it was me. And I didn't use that much face tune on it. They didn't even really have all that back then. So, you know, like, <laughs> but the thing that I think set me apart and helped me to choose really good potential partners was the fact that I wrote a whole bunch and I told my story. I told the version of myself that I was comfortable with sharing with complete strangers online. And I did that to see who was just going to respond with a, Hey, sexy, or what's up, baby. Can we get together or a thumbs up or, but uh, the people that I found myself interested in or responding back to, they actually read what I wrote and responded in kind. For example, the one that I ended up marrying, who's in the other room right now, um, like, for example, I said in one of my paragraphs, I talked about my upbringing. I was like, hey, you know, I'm the big sister of twins. I'm from the South. My parents are still married. I was an athlete. And he also responded, hey, wow, um, I'm the oldest of six and my parents are deacons at a church and they're still married also. And in each paragraph, he kind of matched something that I said, not only just to let me know that he read what I said, but this was the type of guy who I would at least want to maybe talk to on the phone or text with or something um so and, and there was a few others too I don't even honestly I honestly do not remember the names but um he was the one that withstood the test of time and it was such a unique situation because we took it super super slow I was talking to one of my girlfriends this morning who is newly single 
and that's kind of what prompted me to do this whole podcast for singles is because she was like Naja what made you know that Tony was the one so after we had gotten offline we moved from text message no we moved from email to text message to phone call to meeting so I was really methodical with my whole online um thing you know I, I I wasn't about moving fast I mean I wasn't in a hurry or anything like that and so it was you know I wasn't thirsty I wasn't like oh my god let me meet a guy today on Tuesday and go out with him Thursday no and I was just joking with my girlfriend I was like listen Tony was so different from the guys that were in my lives at the time you know I, I had a type I had a type if you were like big and if you lied and you were broke baby miss Naja would love you <laughs> so so tony he, he was different he just was like a dear he was genuine he looked nice he had a great smile he didn't um put on airs he didn't he he didn't have like i would even go for people that were a similar look you know i don't know so he was just like completely different than what i had before and i was like yeah this is a person online and i think i've said this many times and it's not something that i'm necessarily proud of but I, I I discounted him when he told me that he was a father because in my mind, based on the traumas that I had experienced, basically the lies from the dogs in the past, you know, I, I just had these misconceptions about dads, you know, like probably just the common stuff. I didn't want to deal with baby mama drama and child support. And I thought that all dudes were still messing around with their baby mamas. Like, you know, like these are some of the things that I thought and I just didn't want to even go near that and so when he told me that i was like oh okay so it it really made me take a, a step i'm not gonna say back but just to the side to kind of see you know who this fella is it made we really took the chance to talk we would go to central park and just take a picnic basket and sit and talk for hours and again it's not you know we, we i took it very slow because I did like him. And by the way, fellas, if you meet a girl and she's taking it real slow with you and you like trying to push up on her and get physical and she's not doing it, she probably is doing that with somebody else. But you're the one that she likes. So she ain't going to give you none. Thank Miss Naja. Thank me later. Y'all send a donation or something. And I don't know. You know, sub subscribe your girls to um, VIP Stepmama. Get your wives or something. Some of my coaching. You know, just thank me for that nugget because I'm you heard it here first. So, you know, we were. He and I, my husband and I, were able to um, take it slow. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, for <laughs> dang, I'm not a singer. That's why I have a podcast. That was pretty bad, actually. And it helped me to get to know him. And so I, this is why this is such a special time right now. Because you, you out there, that you're probably exhausted from online dating. Um. I'm about to go over the few types of people that are online, by the way, so you can know who to avoid. But you're probably exhausted from online dating. But I just want you to know, please do not give up because this is your opportunity to really get to know a person. Now, if you are the problem, if you're the one that's wanting to rush and meet people and get into a neck, an Insta relationship in two weeks, this podcast ain't for you. But if you're a person that's actually looking for a partner, then boom, keep listening. So that's a few type of daters there are a few type of people online and i'm going to go over the guys first so for for women if you listen to this there's, there's three or four types of guys on the internet on these dating sites the first one is the dude that is going through like a heartbreak he 
has just been broken up with or he's going through a, a breakup of some sort and he wants you to rescue him from the big bad wolf meaning he has one foot out the door but still one foot in the door but if he meets a good girl then he would commit to her because he's not used to being alone anyway so he'll kind of just jump from her house to yours you got that guy then you got the mister hey what's up i'm new in town can you show me around this idiot is just trying to beef up his stock he might literally be new in town he doesn't know anybody maybe he's visiting maybe he's there for a, a new job opportunity and he needs to um add some more players to his team and why not be you and he has a little bit of extra money to spend or he could just invite you out and buy you drinks while you show him all the hot spots that you have painstakingly learned on your own and then you got the guy who is ready for a relationship he is just ready for one tomorrow so you you're going to meet up with him he's going to tell you how beautiful you are he's going to take you out on a date he's probably going to cry a little bit on your shoulder confide something in you and within a few days he's going to be asking you your ring size um just a note to you guys he's probably a narcissist and he's love bombing you so don't fall for that okie doke and the last type number four is a dude who literally just wants to hit it he wants sex he wants physical intimacy because he is so afraid of vulnerability however he knows how to position himself as a guy that wants love and he might be open to that with the right woman girl girl bye listen so those are the four types okay so i thought instead of me telling you all the four types of women that you would typically find on a dating website because i didn't go look for women i asked the fella I called in the fella that found me on a dating website. His Tony. So Tony is going to break down the four types of women that in his, this is all our opinions, guys. This is nothing but science. It's no scientific fact. We just happen to have met one another um, and have a couple of years of experience doing it. And we got married. So what do we know? So Tony, gotcha. what are the, um, like number one, what's the first type of chick that you're going to find on the dating website? Um, the first type, I don't know if it's the first type, but probably the most common type that I run into or that the guy may expect to run into is probably going to be the gold digger. Okay. Yeah. Gold digger. Talk about the gold, the gold digger. digger. The gold digger, she's that lady. Um, hey, uh, what kind of car do you drive? Where are you going to take me to eat? My birthday's coming up. Can you go shopping with me? So how long does she wait to ask you for things that cost money? Uh, things that cost money. Um, I would say... A week. What? A week tops. And week dinner tops. dinner does not count as a thing that's No, dinner money doesn't count as a thing, but you know, trying to secure birthday gifts, uh, maybe inquiring about uh buying power, maybe even asking what do you do, where do you drive, where do you live, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh my god. And people maybe, still do that? Yeah, it, it happens. <sighs> okay, so fellas, this is why I always advise if you meet a nice lady, instead of investing in a dinner you know, you got to do all this stuff, got to get your, get dressed up, buy a new outfit, invite her out for a coffee date. Did you ever do that? Did you invite people out for coffee dates or something that wasn't like a whole $150 or $200 dinner? Yeah, yeah. I invited women out for walks in the park. That was my thing. Um, Did they take you up on it though? Yeah. Except yeah. for the gold diggers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no gold diggers never, <laughs> never accepted that. What's the gold digger going to say? You're like, hey, listen, let me just take you. Let me, let's meet at Starbucks. I just want to talk. Um, what are we gonna do after that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So the second type, what 
is typically the second type that you ran into uh, on dating websites or dating apps? Um, the pressure lady, the one whose biological clock is ticking. You know, she's asking you um, those questions about, <clears throat> I think, premature questions about um, health, family uh, history, you know, um, medical history, um, things like that. You know, just trying to secure your, um, I guess, your sperm sperm and maybe <laughs> even test out to see if you're a viable candidate to procreate you know so those are the ones that are just in there solely to move forward and start a family what's wrong with that like a woman that's ready to get married have kids settle down what's um, wrong with that god you know i think a lot of times in someone's haste you know to do that they may overlook some key signs of problem indicators <clears throat> so um yeah, that's that. I mean, you can get to that. I agree. You know, if it, you know, that's 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 where ultimately we all hope to get by going online. But I think those that are eager to get there, um, they kind of spoil it for the whole bunch. Okay. So, uh, what about what's what's another type? Um, another type was the hookup. That lady, you know, it's, it is what it's just what it sounds. She's she's the hookup. She wants to hook up. You know. I like, I feel guys like a lot of women don't just get on there for sex come on and if that's what you believe then you're mistaken you know the reality is there are probably more women on there you know interested in the hookup than men i don't believe that i, I'm I mean i don't know I, I can't really um speak to it from a female's perspective and what they've encountered as far as men so how many women did you meet on there that wanted to hook up i mean I, I see. Here's the thing. I, my experience there is not vast. You know, I didn't surf the dating sites for years and years and years. I was on there for a matter of months, so I may have interacted with, let's just say, of the women I interacted with, perhaps forty percent definitely what? expressed an interest <laughs> in the hookup. Later on down the line, if we get to know one another, but they're like, "Hey, I'm just on here so I can meet." Uh, you know what? Come on. I, I give women more credit than that. I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I would expect you to like, give women more credit than I that. I feel like in this misogynistic world, women have to kind of wear sex at the forefront because they think that's what's going to keep a guy's interest. I, I think maybe Listen, a lot of them just said I that. I tend to understand the motivation behind it. I'm only telling you what happened, you know. And, and, if, you, and, if, and if you're saying that it's because that's what, because the thing is, you know, I think that these interactions, they happen between male and female. This isn't a, like a, an Instagram page where, you know, you got thousands of followers. This is an interaction between one male, one female. Okay, okay. And if right. she does that, then that has to be what she's after. Okay. So then what is the next or the next most predominant um, saw online? Surprisingly, I saw a lot of this Miss I Don't Need a Man. She's on a, a dating website looking for a man, but she says I, I don't. Need I don't need a man. It'd be nice to meet one and it'd be nice to know one, but I don't need a man. I, 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 have, my, I, have, I have my career. I provide. I pay my own bills. I can buy my own food. I don't need a man. Okay. So, which one was I? You know, I, I would like to think that you are the perfect cocktail mixture of all four. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... You, you had certain characteristics of all those. Um, none of those were... We know we're too excessive. They ran me away, but you know that they, they definitely were there. 
what was it about me that made you say, all right, I, between, you know, amidst all the women that I've been swiping or clicking on, I want to look more into this particular woman. With you, I can say by far, I had the most genuine and organic connection with you. Now, that's not because, you know, here we are, you know, going up on four years of marriage, but it, in the very early stages um, of our online interaction, you were able to hold my interest. You know, it wasn't one of those things where it, it was a very, um, you know, a lot of those interactions can be very routine, you know, where you ask the questions about where do you, where do you live? Okay, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, what movies do you like? What's your favorite color? Eh, it was way, way, way deeper than the whole surface thing that we get into. So for me, that's what it was about. Yeah. And I was I was telling them earlier that the way that it was really organic and we did have a whole bunch in common. Like I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. He grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas, literally an hour and a half down the road from each other. We never met each other until way later in life. But yeah. And also, I think if I'm the type, the four types of guys that I mentioned, I think Tony was definitely new in town. He'd not been living in New York for that long which is probably why he was on a dating website so he can up his stable of women up his uh team what do you go you know, his roster he could up his roster and then he was um out of a relationship not too long out of like you know a, a, a situation so i think he probably is one of the two we definitely he wasn't mr oh i just want to move real fast he definitely was not mr i just want sex but i think he was probably a combination of the the other two mr new in town and mr out of a relationship but i didn't really I, I didn't have to um save him from a relationship so that's the only difference between that okay. yeah and, and, and also one of the main things that was different about me during that period of time I oh, was, about him i had a fresh haircut okay <laughs> and, 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 and shave. so everybody this is quarantine everybody right now is looking kind of busted nobody has a haircut boo <laughs> thank you babe <laughs> give me a kiss thank you for this segment of Ask Naja, of course, it's going to be about dating. I had a lady named Ladybug, a lady named Ladybug. So she wrote in to ask me a specific question about online dating. I just saw your post about helping a single gal with her dating profile. And I had a question for you. Are you currently doing any possible matchmaking or anything like that? I currently have a few dating profiles. I just updated a month ago to start completely over with online dating. So far, no luck in matching with any guys who are interested. I mean, I've matched with a lot of guys, but I'm speaking overall quality. Great conversation, consistency, connection, attraction. Also, I'm referring to the guys who have messaged me first because I rarely message first. Any tips? Okay, Ladybug. So the first thing is... um. Why don't you message these guys first? You see, in the real world, we are out somewhere with our girlfriends or we're by ourselves and we, a guy spots us or we spot him. And it's really, we've been taught traditionally that it's up to the fella to make the first move. Well, in online dating, I feel like it's a little bit different. You know, if you swipe and like or send him a heart, then you're letting him know that you're interested. It's just like when you're out at the club and, you know, you give a slight wave or you make a... Um, longer than usual eye contact or you smirk a little just to let him know that hey it's an invitation for you to come over and pursue me I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying hi it's the internet it's a it's a it's a lot different playing field I kind of feel like we as women have a an advantage actually because 
fellas, whether on the internet or in real life, at a certain point, they know that they're going to have to move over to start pursuing us. So first and foremost, girl, you better say hello. You better open your mouth and say something. Also, you asked, was I currently doing any matchmaking? Not right now. That's why I'm doing this podcast, though, so I can give away all my tips on what everyone needs to do to find a love match, especially since you're home, you're quarantining like that. And I'm so sorry that you've not had any luck, but um, let me see. You said that you've matched with some guys, but overall, you're looking for four things. Great conversation, consistency, connection, and attraction. I can assure you, Ladybug, that that is out there. You can find a fella with those four qualities. You absolutely can. All right. So I asked Ladybug to send me over some questions because I would be happy to answer them. So the first question is, I have been single under two years and I'm currently on the dating scene right now virtually, but having trouble reaching matching with quality men. How can I increase my chances of meeting high value men to date and connect with? It's all about your profile. It's all about your photos. So you got to have a good face photo. You want a photo with absolutely no picture in it. Guys don't want to see. They know that we run in packs already. They don't want to see all your homegirls and your cousins and your aunties and your kids and your dating profile. They just want to see you. They want to see your face. They want to make sure that you have a pleasant smile. Um, And play up something that's awesome about you. Maybe you have a beautiful, um, voluminous head of hair. Maybe you have a voluptuous figure. Maybe, um, you know, just something about yourself. Maybe you have beautiful eyelashes. Whatever it is about you. Maybe you have that little freckle right here that makes you like ultra cute. Whatever it is about you, make sure you have one photo that shows your face. And, I mean, not your LinkedIn photo. Your LinkedIn photo, you know, that's you're trying to get hired. You're trying to get something different on this dating website. And so then you're going to need a, a, hey, I hate to put it like this, but you're going to need something to show your physique. If you are a fitness model, if you're a curvy girl, if you are a heavyweight, if you are a thin sister, then go ahead and put that out there. You know, because you want to kind of cut to the chase you don't want to string him along and he has to ask you for a million photos by the time a person um swipes on your profile or sends you a message they kind of already need to know who they're talking to or have a general idea of who they're talking to also i mentioned before but this is so important to say photos that are close up and that show you are most important if you're having if you don't don't post a picture of when you were in the psych ward You know, maybe don't share that right now online. Post a photo of you out on the beach. Post a photo of you on vacation. Show yourself doing something adventurous. You want to show a prospective person um, a little bit about your life in the span of three or four photos. And they should be well lit. They shouldn't be in a nightclub. They should be just showing like instant beauty shots. Because let's just face it, it's the internet. It's really easy for all this, for people to get distracted, even women. And for fellas, I would say the same thing. The same advice that I'm giving Ladybug fellas out here, you can do, I want you to do the exact same thing. Show your face, show your teeth. We want to see only photos of you by yourself. Show um, that great quality that you have. We don't necessarily need to see shirt off pictures because that kind of eludes that you're either a juice head or you're some sort of guido or you're in the gym all day and you ain't got a real job. 
you know, show us a professional headshot too, fellas. I wouldn't be upset with a man showing that because, you know, you, I think a man posting a professional headshot that shows that you have a career that shows that you have a suit <laughs> and having a suit. And this is, Hey, I mean, it's simple to make this connotation. So, so having a suit means you either go to church or you got a job, both great things or the mosque or whatever it is that you practice. All right. Ladybug's question number two is she says living in the city that she lives in. I'm not going to no need to say the city. I feel that the chances of meeting a quality man are very slim, but I could be wrong. Am I supposed to be trying to meet men outside of my city limits? Should I expand my dating pool options and be willing to date long distance if I'm looking for true connections or should I stick to local men? Now, I think to broaden your chances you're gonna have to broaden your search living i don't know if you grew up in the city that you're currently living in but you know how this is with six degrees of separation like somebody knows somebody knows somebody's cousin i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with you going outside of your city limits go over to the suburbs even expand to 45 minutes away and maybe just maybe if you you never know with love you know, you I, like, I don't like people limiting themselves to the people that are just within 50 mile, a 50 mile radius. Because what if your soulmate is 51 miles away? Or what if he has not changed his dating profile yet and he still has it? He lives in San Francisco and you're in Ohio, but he just took a job there. So on one hand, if you are looking for immediate results, then, yeah, you're going to want to find people closer to you. But then you said that. You ain't really been having no local with the local busters. So yes, expand your horizons. You it might you never know. You might meet Mr. Wright and he lives way far away from you. Maybe it's time for you to get out and see some different stuff. So yes, take your behind out. Take your butt out of there. All right. And so another question that you had. Ladybug says, I love a romantic man. Even during COVID-19, I believe that there are many ways for men to be creative and display effort while getting to know a woman. But I also lose interest quickly. Lately, I've only been approached by men who won't initiate romance during coronavirus pandemic. What makes a guy want to be romantic and hold my attention? Still in a sense of courting a woman while we're getting to know each other during the quarantine. I think that this is the most opportune time for us to get to know other people. We see so many people doing live videos. We see celebrities coming out. People are really showing their true colors and bearing it all. I mean, heck, I'm over here with no makeup and just chilling. You know, we understand the state of the world right now. Now is not the time where we're putting on pretenses. A fella and fellas, if you're, you know, here's some advice to you. I, yes, we have to stay six feet away from a person. So what you do, if you meet a lady that you're interested in, then ask her um, for her phone number. Don't ask her for Snapchat. Don't ask her for her um, TikTok. Like, just go straight for it. Pick up the phone and have a conversation. This way you can see, do you communicate the same? Can she speak well? Um, you too can see what your living environment is. Like, you know, because sometimes... People are very easily distracted by their living environments because they live with their spouse and they don't need to be online dating right now. <laughs> this is really the time for you to see what you could potentially get beginning into and how you communicate. And if it, I've seen a lot of people doing this and it's so cute. They're going on quarantine dates or going on Zoom dates 
So what you would do is you would send the lady um, a food order, Grubhub or whatever it is. And you two would literally look at each other while you're eating your meal together. <laughs> that is so sweet and romantic. Ah! Or what you could do if you want to take it even further. Yes, we have to stay six feet apart. But what if you put on your mask and your gloves and you all met up at the park? She sat on this park bench over here and you stayed six feet away over when that went over there. And you guys talk to one another from a distance. This is literally the perfect time to fall in love because you don't have a choice but to talk and get to know one another. And remember when we were kids, remember when we were in high school, we stay on the phone all night with a person and we literally learn everything about them before it had a chance to go there. I also think this is going to save a lot of people from jumping headfirst into relationships because they got physical too fast. And before you know it, before they knew it, they traded hormones and oxytocin started kicking in and they end up in one of these may as well relationships. You know, the may as well relationships. Well, we've been talking for this long. We've been doing it for this long. May as well be together. Nah, I think this quarantine is going to save a whole bunch of us from these may as well situations. So... In the midst of Ladybug asking me these questions, I do this with my clients. I always ask people, you know, especially when they tell me all of the things that are happening to them. Oh, I want to add no straight up. I asked her, I said, so what's wrong with you? And she responds, Ladybug says, wow, that's a great question. I might be swiping the wrong guys or either attracting the wrong guys online. So what's wrong with me? Mm, I get bored with some men quickly if I feel that we aren't progressing or we don't have a connection. I'm also in the process of losing weight. So I do believe once I reach my goal weight, I might possibly attract a certain caliber of man. So I would say my weight might be a factor in the men I choose. I might have too high expectations. Oh man, ladybug. So basically what you're saying is you don't think that the type of fella that you would want would want you because you are heavier than what you would like to be. Ooh, I, can, I think that the type of fella that you would want wouldn't be attracted to you because he can kind of smell, smell the lack of confidence on you. He can sense that you feel like he is out of your league and um, men will think really quickly that they're doing you a favor, which is not always the case. Cause I know a lot of big, bold, beautiful girls that will stomp in a room and stomp a man's heart out in a second and not think twice about it and have tails wagging behind her. So let's just say you never lost another pound. Let's just say you meet Mr. Right, who you are right now. What you just, what you just told me is that you're probably going to pass him up because you don't see yourself as beautiful on the outside as what you project. So let's look at some of your photos. Let's look at some of your pictures. Okay, you don't, I mean, I think you're beautiful. I mean, if you want to lose weight, that's a personal choice. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, honey, we all about a cheeseburger away. So I'm looking at your photos. <clears throat> all right, and this one right here, you're looking down at the ground. This outfit is great because it's it shows you off, but you're looking down at the ground and, um, there's you're not making eye contact with the camera i don't really feel like in our dating profiles we have enough room for abstract art and not looking away or doing that drake side eye pose don't do that just look straight at the camera um in your in this uh, next photo that you sent me you have what do you call this thing when your eyes glow what do you call that when your eyes glow because 
yeah like cat eyes or ghost eyes yeah that's my stepdaughter helping me right now so yeah you call that that and so you have the cat eyes and this dress that you have on it's cute probably for work but not in an online dating profile also there's a major glare of your face basically the photo quality is not that good in this next photo you look like you are somewhere extravagant i don't know if that's the eiffel tower behind you but i it's cool cool that you're showing the scenery but i can't see your face and looking at these oh my god and then this next one your head is back you have on a hat can't see your face at all so these photos um are not really good descriptors of who you are like i i, I would not be surprised if the fellas that are you're meeting online are saying hey do you have another photo or can we facetime because i honestly if i saw you in the street i wouldn't know who you were based on these photos and we have this last one right here again you have on shades your hair is beautiful here but i can't see you know your eyes remember it's so important you want an instant connection like i said beautiful face shot head shot boom then you want them to swipe to see um the figure and then you want them to swipe again and see an action shot and then you swipe again and maybe you doing something something else you know so yeah this is the, the profile is what we got to show who we are okay so i hope that helps ladybug oh so that's it that, that i know it's a lot i know it's a whole lot but i know for a fact this episode is going to help you all find love i know you're going to go into your online dating experiences in the know now you've been educated by miss naja and you're going to call me or you're going to text me or you're going to email me at podcast at najahall.com and tell me about your success because of this advice that i gave you and remember keep an open mind keep an open heart those things that you said that you never go for you know unless he's like a serial killer or something like that then maybe keep your heart open you never know what type of blessing you could be missing out on because of these little rules that we all have for ourselves so this is miss nausea signing out this is quarantine loving quarantine loving i will see you all next week on another episode i know i'm crazy until this pandemic is over i'm coming out with new episodes every tuesday when it's over though uh we're going back to our every other tuesday schedule because this is a lot i know i'm crazy know everybody I'm crazy. with nausea I know I'm going crazy I know I'm crazy Naja Hall